love. Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode number 58. I can't believe we are inching closer and closer to Christmas and Q4 and it's going to be a really interesting year to see what happens with the growth around Q4. No doubt it is going to be just as big and just as lucrative as the recent years gone by. And if you want a piece of that beautiful billion dollar pie, you need to get your marketing ducks in a row. So before I talk about today's episode, I want to encourage you to join Cruise into Q4, which is a course that will be released very, very soon. And it's co-hosted with my lovely friend, Chris Daria, who is an Clavio marketing expert based in Canada. We have created Cruise into Q4 for the second year in a row. It's got everything you need to plan your offers, plan your promotions, know how to market your promotions, what your email campaigns need to be doing, what your automations need to be doing, what your website needs to be doing. There is a lot of moving parts and you want to, you know, if you're putting offers out into the world, you want to make as much money from that as possible. So Go to my website, lisaburn.com.au or hit the show notes, pop your name in the waitlist form and I will send you details on that course as soon as it becomes available very, very soon. Now, today I am so excited. I am welcoming the Reels Queen herself, Alicia Mafasia, to the podcast. This is such a fun chat. You can't help but have fun with Alicia. Her energy is infectious. We not only talk about reels and what types of reels you need to be having in your Instagram content strategy, but also how stepping into and owning your unique personality and your story is so important. And you will already know this if you've been listening to me for a while, because people buy from people. We buy from stories, we buy with emotion, we back up with logic that stories is really at the heart of human psychology and marketing and buying, buying behavior. So this is going to be a great podcast for you if you need a little bit of a gentle kick up the bum to get onto reels and just start doing it. You know, they're not going away anytime soon. Instagram is favoring video more and more and more. They've made recent changes, classing all video posted to your feed on Instagram as reels. So I'm going to do a podcast episode on all those changes coming up very soon. But yeah, it is time to embrace video, step into it, own it, have fun with it. Don't stress out too much and see what happens. So enjoy this lovely chat with Alicia and I'll speak to you soon. Hello, Alicia. Welcome to the podcast. Contain my excitement. <laughs> She's jumping up and down in her chair. 
we're both excited, I think, to speak today because we've got so much in common and so much to share as well. I'm ready to pick your very clever brains. But before we do, why don't you introduce yourself? Yes. So hello, I am Alicia Nafadia from Melbourne, Australia. I am a marketing lover, but uh, I'm especially known for being my my real queen, my real self. I love video marketing and especially when it comes to Instagram, I cannot get enough of reels. So that is really what uh, I'm very passionate about. And about a year and a half ago, I, I've always been like a walking billboard. And even before I started working with clients, I've been a walking billboard, but specifically for products. I just feel like there's so much. So about a year and a half ago, I sort of started to really niche down into the world of e-commerce and so now I just get to work with e-commerce brands every day and help them with their Instagram, their reels and working a little less and getting a lot more results. (laughs) Oh good, I'm glad to hear that because one of my questions that I wanted to jump in with you today is because you're, I mean I followed you for a long time and having a course myself and working with clients, I know how much energy and commitment and time goes into this business that we do. And you are a powerhouse. You're not only marketing yourself, but you're creating great course content. So you've got your Rise With Reels, which is the collab with Monique. Yes, correct. And then you've also got Insta Academy. Yeah, we've got Insta Product Academy as well. So that's my course under the social impact specifically for product-based businesses, whereas Rise With Reels, which is my second company that I co-created with my, at the time, stranger, now business partner and business bestie in crime, we've got our two courses, Rise With Reels and Reels Queens. So, Oh, my gosh. So that's actually three courses. Yes, yes. And I said no more. That is it because now I'm just like, We've got, we've got everything we need. <laughs> You're good. Like I could, I could co- business coach you right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Focus in on all the amazing things that you've already created. Wow. And you've got a podcast as well. So build your brand. Yeah. So I've got the build your brand podcast and that all came as well. Like I love, I love that story. I love sharing that story because it all came from sharing my personality, not just sharing reels, but sharing my personality because that's the big thing there is, you know, everyone gets really excited and kind of a little bit, it's easy to fall into the trap of just doing the funny, relatable, you know, voiceover, voice, you know, lip syncing reels, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't really showcase you. And whether you are selling a product or whether you are selling yourself or your service, you know, it really does come down to you still get to be a leader in that space and in order to be the leader you do need to come behind the voices come behind the trends and come out in front as you know somebody who has you know your own thoughts your own things before everyone else and that's where it all came from by showing my personality my vulnerabilities my story they approached me and said hey we uh we'd love to create a podcast with you (laughs) that's so cool And, you know, so much on your plate. Before we get into reels, how do you manage your time? And I know, you know, we've chatted over DMs about, um, (laughs) you know, simplifying and trying to work less. And that in itself is a battle and a practice. I'm sure we can all relate to that. How to get more done in less time and be kinder to ourselves. Like, how do you manage everything? 
Look, I'm look. I'm, I'm being very honest. I'm just coming off a uh, my first ever ten week ten week break from posting, sharing anything like that because I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I've always said I can't do this, but I say to my clients they can because mental health comes first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's as you know, entrepreneurs, we just our mind is always going, mm. and when we have an idea, we want to share it with the world. We want to create it and So I think as entrepreneurs, we're just constantly going. Our minds don't turn off. And in one way, it's really, really good. But in another way, really dangerous because yourself, myself, you know, I'm sure so many of those listening, we started this because we want to help someone, right? We want to help others. And anytime we come up with a new idea, we're like, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be, you know, it's going to be profitable. It's going to be able to help people. Amazing, amazing. And that's kind of my problem because I'm just constantly coming up with new ideas and new things that I want to do, but they all take time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, look, in answer to your question, I have been in a constant cycle with burnout. I really have, and I love what I do so much, but it does come with the sacrifices. So, at the moment, it's a constant learning curve, a learning journey for myself. But I've simplified things because I think it's so easy to just be like more, more, Mm -hmm. more, more, more. The more I do, the more opportunities, the more I do, you know, the more money my business can make. And it's not the case. So I think the biggest thing for me is simplifying at the moment to my core. What is going, my goal is to make an impact, to help others make an impact. What am I doing that supports it? And figuring out what I can do best with my time and outsourcing the rest. That's the big, big, big one. Yeah. It's a constant cycle. You know, like I find myself, like you get to a certain point, it's like, oh, awesome. This is great. But then when you unlock a new level of growth or revenue or profit, you also unlock a new set of problems. Yeah. And I think it just, it's going to happen again and again, which is totally fine. I guess it's how long you decide to stay in that particular stage of stuck yeah and it's the same goes for product-based businesses we're fed you know whether it's from you know experts online or just like a a very masculine way of working that more is better a hundred percent less is so much more a effective and b manageable for women with product-based businesses and often families as well and I don't know about you, but I find that product-based business owners are the hardest working people I know because, yes, I mean, we're talking about how hard service business is. (laughs) Yes, it is. But we're not also juggling manufacturers and design and lead time and packing. So kudos to everybody listening. You certainly have a, a challenge ahead of you, but, you know, that's the reason why you're doing it because you're not scared of failure and you're embracing the challenge yeah absolutely and I think um I think a big big thing there is I you know whilst we're saying we completely respect and you know it is a facade thing it really is there's so many other variables and things that can impact you as a product-based business but the good news is that when it comes to socials and it comes to reels you have so much more potential 
than service-based businesses. You have so much more that you can do than anyone else. And that's why you can probably hear my voice. I'm getting more excited. (laughs) Yes, they have fun props. They've got actual things that they can show and talk about. Yeah. So what would, actually, before we get into reels, I would love to know because there's been so many Instagram updates recently. What are we? We're August (laughs) here. Probably yet another one has come out since we've yeah. been talking it's it's yes. and fast at the moment in a nutshell with all the um, updates we've been getting from instagram what would you say product-based businesses need to listen in and yeah. then there's some information and updates that we can probably just pop on the shelf as well so what would you say would be like the most important updates for now yeah so when it comes to you know when it comes to your product-based business i think there's The biggest one at the moment that I would say, you know, is one, try not to get too overwhelmed with all the updates. Mm. Um, You know, it is really easy to be like, oh, new update. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. gosh, You know, this is just too much. I need to turn off. You know, it is not worth getting stressed or worried about. But the other big thing is that Instagram recently introduced Reels promotions. So now you can easily promote your reel like you would with a post with a carousel right so in the past yes you could use reels for ads but you had to do it in the back end you had to do it in business manager right and anyone who's worked with that will know it is a nightmare Mm -hmm. i do not like it i stay away from it anyway so instagram has made an easier way for business owners to create ads with their reels, right? So all you need to do now is you go into your reel, you click the little three dots, and then you're able to promote reel, right? Really easy, you're able to put money behind it. However, I'm talking about this because it really is something that I've seen a lot of e-commerce business be like, oh, awesome, it's so much easier now. But that's the thing, right? Meta, Meta, if you're listening, you're amazing, you're great. (laughs) Don't ban us. But, right, they've made it easier. They've made it easier for you to now spend Spend more money money Mm. on paid ads. And my big, big thing here is that if you are working with not great content, putting money behind it is not going to do anything for your brand. You need to ensure that your content organically is working for you to ensure that if you put money behind it, you're going to be able to get better results. So that's the first thing, right, is that Meadows made it easier for people to be like, oh, well, I'm not getting the best results. I'm not getting what I want. So I'm going to have to put money behind it. And then suddenly money is being poured into these ads mm-hmm. where one, doing it on that front end, doing it on Instagram where you just click that button, you only have a few different things that you can alter around, right? Getting an ad specialist or doing it in that meta platform, business manager, you're able to be a lot more specific. You're able to use insights. So you're going to get better results. But the second thing is, is that if you are struggling and you're just thinking this is a quick Band-Aid fix, the Band-Aid's going to come off at some point and you're going to be in a position possibly a lot worse. So I just sort of wanted to touch on that as a bit of a warning. My honest, honest opinion at the moment is just to be as uh, product-based business owners, we're coming into a busy period where, yes, ads can be really great for your business. But please just, you know, get advice from someone you trust, you know, who does have that experience. And if your content's not hitting the mark organically, 
you might just be, you know, wasting money by going straight into ads and clicking that option of promote real. Totally. And it is so tempting because we see all more plays, more views. Absolutely. And that feels good. There's that dopamine hit. Yeah. What we really want to you know, concentrate on is conversions and what people are doing once they get to their website. So like you say, get some good advice first or another measuring stick is if your organic content isn't hitting the mark as it is. Yes. Don't try to boost anything just yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm all about organic. I'm definitely, you know, look, I, I think that ads have their place, but I love organic and I think you can achieve incredible things with organic content yes I hear you so let's talk about that organic content so (laughs) what kind of reels are you loving at the moment because I you touched on it before there's the there's the easy ones like the ones that you can quickly bash out the lip syncing yeah but for a product-based business what are you loving right now yeah so look definitely when it comes to product as I said there is so much you can do So you have the potential of being in front of the camera yourself. You have the option of using your products and, you know, creating personality, feeling Mm. as if your products are their own, you know, character. You have the potential of other people using your products and, you know, them being the face of your brand. There is so much that you can do, which is the first really exciting thing. So Mm. you've got a one-up over a lot of other businesses because of that reason specifically. When it comes to the reels and the content that I'm really loving when it comes to product at the moment, it's really a balance. So I like to sort of break it down into a few different categories. And why I like to do this and why I like to make this really clear is I find that when you get comfortable with one type, it's really easy to just stick to it, Mm -hmm. right? It's sort of like, oh, I'm really good at the educational stuff. I'm really good at the quick little hacks or, you know, three tips or whatever that, the other stuff, eh, I'm good at this now. I've seen a bit of results. I've been a, a bit of success. Cool. I'll stick with this, right? But the reason why we have these few different types is they all have their place. So when it comes to reels, I really want you to make sure that you can look at your past two weeks and you can say, yeah, there was a reel that helped to promote my business, right? To help promote your email list, your new product, your you know new offer. There's something that can help promote your business. Maybe why it's unique. Maybe your team. Maybe you, right? Then the next one is educational. So that is helping to build trust with your audience. That is helping to position you as that go-to rather than perhaps other products in your space, right? Other brands with the same similar products in your space, okay? The educational. The third one is storytelling. And everybody loves a story. We grew up, like, as soon as we were baby, what did we, you know, what did our parents read to us? Stories. We love stories. It makes us feel things. It takes us on a journey. It's really, really effective. And so storytelling can be brilliant. And I love this specifically for product-based businesses, right? Like, pack this order with me. You know, Lisa, this is the 10th time she's ordered with us. We still remember the first time she ordered. My mm-hmm. goodness. With this one, we've put in an extra, you know, an extra crystal just to say a big thank you. I love those. It's social proof. It's telling me that they care about their customers. It's making me want an order because then they get to pack mine as well, right? Storytelling might also be that sort of transformation. It's like, you know, before 
Lisa used our product. She was she came to us and she was feeling, you know, that she wasn't feeling confident in her, you know, in her skin because she had these skin issues. Sorry, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you all My the skin's things right beautiful. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it is. Yes. Been, you know, taking that sort of transformation, that storytelling, it could be your story as well, right? Because I find a lot of product-based businesses, I sit there and I'm like, I love this product. But what's so special about it is that you made this product for a reason. You were a mum struggling with this. So you decided, hey, there's nothing to help this. I'm going to create it myself. So that's a really big thing that you can tell stories with as well. And the final type, so we've got promotional, educational, storytelling, and the final type is relatable. And that's that easy one that a lot of people do get trapped in because it's like, oh, it's a funny reel. Yeah, mm. that's, you know, my audience will be able to relate to that. That's the ones that you're most likely to go viral on. But in saying that, you know, I last two weeks ago, I had a reel that hit a little bit over a million and <sighs> um, was exciting, great, you know, like, woohoo. But I didn't really share it or I didn't really say much about it on my socials because for me, it wasn't actually, I didn't have a million dollars in my bank account because of it. You know, say I had $1 for every view. No, that's not the case at all. And I went and looked into the insights and whilst I did get a million, you know, a million plus views on this reel, I was getting some pretty crappy comments, which I, look, I did dust off. I was like, <laughs> yeah, hello, you know, tic-tac from, you yeah. know, 22, 38, something, right? Yeah. Random account. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. I do have a good butt. Oh, he, didn't say, he didn't say good, but I think it was a big, and I was like, cool, sweet. People yeah, go to the I'll gym take for that. that. Exactly. Take that. I'm trying um, to get a big butt now. It's really hard. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so look, there was negative comments. I went into my insights. I saw that a lot of the accounts that were engaging was not from a, you know, the cities or the countries that I was trying to target that was likely to work with me. So this is the thing, right, is that, yes, we can post the easy stuff, the stuff that's likely to go viral, but that doesn't mean sales. And that's where it comes back to this balance, right, is if you're sharing content of these different types, you're likely to build Mm -hmm. you're likely to build trust you're likely to build you know that emotion you're likely to build you know relatability then you're able to tell them how to actually buy from you so they all have that that puzzle piece in what we call a strategy and it really is just a strategy you know I say this all the time but I remember when I first heard the word strategy and was like social media strategy and I was like google where what do is I find? <laughs> yes, I was like, is it a piece of paper? Is it something I need to pay for? What is it? And I just always say to people, it's just the way you do things. You know, if it's a real strategy, it's just the way you create reels, the way that you post them, the timing, its purpose of, you know, why. If I said to you, why did you post this reel at 5 p.m. at night? And you say, Alicia, I did that because, you know, my target audience is, you know, 20s to, you know, 25 to, well, she's, let's just say one, right? Let's just go one. My target dream customer, 25. And, it, you know, at 5 p.m., she's about to leave work. She's going to commute home on the train and she's going to be there on social. So I'm like, wow, love it. Good purpose. That's there. That's the part of your strategy, right? The way your mind is working to achieve your end result. 
So, look, I've gone off on an absolute tangent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I do it all the time. This is why I like to keep my podcast loosey-goosey because, you know, this is where the good stuff comes out. Um, We've gone on every different way. <laughs> no, I love it. No, you definitely answered my question, the types of reels that we need to be thinking right. about. Yep. Yeah. Mixing up the content, not sticking to what it feels easy, although easy is great because... One thing that you touched on, I can't remember how, but the mindset <laughs> around reels, and it reminds me and a little bit about you know money mindset as well. Like as soon as I let go of any like attachment to a result with money, that's when the money comes in. Yeah. And it's also the same as marketing on on Instagram. Like yeah. I know it's a hard and confusing thing to hear, but I tell my clients and students all the time, just take it with a little bit of a grain of salt. Just let go a little bit, care a little bit less, but, you know, have a plan, have a strategy and see what happens. You know, have a bit of fun, have a bit of curiosity with it. And I think so many times we see that the reels that we just kind of whack out and we're having a little bit of fun and we've gone, you know what, I'm just going to get this out and see what happens. Or we think, oh, I probably shouldn't put this up because I look a bit silly or I'm dancing or whatever. The or my ones, background's messy. Yeah, they're the ones that seem to work. So do you find that that we need to kind of let go a little bit as well as having structure and a bit of a plan? It doesn't need to be complicated. 100%. But when we shift our mindset a little bit? Yeah, 100%. And that's that's really why I do love Reels. And, you know, Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, they're the sort of short video marketing features that you can really be using and tapping into at the moment. And they're all sort of watching each other. But the best part about it is you don't need a fancy videographer. You don't need this really high quality, perfect quality, all these different things, right? Is people are actually connecting better with content that they look and they see, oh, that's, you know, filmed on the phone. I film my stuff on my phone. I can connect to that. I can relate to that. As soon as they see things that are too polished, then that's actually when people can switch off and they're like, oh, add, cool, yeah. add. They're, and their eyes sort of, you know, they glaze over or whatever, right? So when it's a lot more, you know, less perfect, you can actually see better results. And that's why I always get my students to take an oath with me, right? Before we dive into reels, I say, right, repeat after me, I promise to never delete a reel. Because a lot of the times when people are like, oh, this happened, I have to delete it. Or mm-hmm. it didn't get good results in the first five minutes, I've got to delete it, mm. right? They tend to be the ones that do the best. So it is really interesting. I love that you brought it up because with every reel, whether it in your eyes does well, whether it's a flop, Every single reel you do is allowing you to get better and it's allowing you to understand what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's practice, practice with everything. We weren't born videographers. We didn't think starting a product-based business meant that we had to be excellent marketers as well. Yes. So give yourself grace. You're learning. (laughs) And I do agree. Like I see it maybe with like skincare brands and candle brands, fashion brands that they're stuck in the perfection of it and everything feels so beautiful and crisp. And whilst that's amazing, they're struggling with engagement or they're struggling to see return on investment because, yes, they've invested a lot into this short piece of content and it's not getting the results. Yes. So perfect and schmick 100% of the time doesn't 
necessarily get you where you want to be. And in terms of metrics, how would you class a successful reel? And I know it's like level for different businesses, but yeah, yeah. let's say you're a small business, you're, you're two years in, you've been going on reels for a while. What would you class as a success? Yeah, awesome. So such a good question because I think that this, as you said, it definitely differs for everyone, but this is completely based on you and why you created that reel. If you created that reel because it's coming into your launch for your new product and you're trying to get people onto your email list so that that way, you know, or you've got maybe a, you know, have a pre-sale and you're trying to get them across your email, right? So you've created a reel to incentivize them to do just that. You go across after creating the reel, you know, maybe after a few days, you go and look and you've seen that there's been this massive spike in people jumping across to your email, signing up. For me, right, that would be, well, it's been a success, right? Can I see where, you know, depending on what you do, maybe you've got a freebie or a discount specifically that you've offered on that reel and you've seen, wow, look how many people have jumped onto that offer. Great. That, in my eyes, has been a success. If you've created a reel and you think, right, it's coming into, you know, it's coming I'm maybe two months away from releasing a new product, And this product, it might be a little bit different to who I've been targeting with my previous customers, right? Maybe I've been targeting kids and with this product, it's more for the mums. So we might want to change, you know, change the messaging a little bit. So maybe with this reel, I'm wanting mums to tag other mums, right? So from that, it might be, okay, what do I want out of this? What do I want out of this reel? I want mums to tag other mums. Mm-hmm. So my call to action will be, you know, tag a mum who, you know, tag a fellow mum, right? And then I go into the comments a few days later, right, or a week later, and I can see all of these accounts tagging other accounts. Mm-hmm. You can go in, you can have a little bit of a sus, chances are they are going to be mums, and that to me is a success. Yep. So it really is just coming into whatever reel you're posting. Do you want it to be a success, right, in quotation marks, success, mm-hmm. right? Ask yourself before you create the reel, what do I actually want out of it? Because if I don't know what I want out of it, how do I know if it's a success? Yeah. If you don't come in with that sort of plan, then chances are you're going to be disappointed because you're going to be like, oh, well, it didn't go viral, right? That's generally the one that people think, oh, it didn't work well because it didn't get viral. Yes. So- um, yeah, perfect. So each reel has the potential to meet various objectives. So have been a little bit more intentional with, how you create your content without overcomplicating it. (laughs) But, yeah, times around launches, product restocks, what else is happening, season changes, sales, (laughs) Black Friday. Yeah. Go into that with more intention if you can, if you've got that bandwidth and, and planning ahead is going to help you do that. And then for the days in between where we're just, you know, keeping the wheels turning. Yes. Then you can throw in those fun ones and the fluffier yeah. ones and, and the simple ones and the pack pack an order and, and what have you. And if yeah. you're getting great engagement, say comments, that's better than likes and yeah. views because it's actually people physically engaging with you and they're getting yeah, deeper into your brand. Absolutely. And if someone's commenting on your content, the views are going to be going up because mm. they're going to be sitting there typing. If you can mm. get people to comment with, insightful so say for example you and these are just more ideas right so 
if you're able to create a reel and you say, you know, tell me your best tool, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, you, your target customer, you know, who you're trying to really help is a mum. And she, you know, we could go into little bits and pieces, but, right, base of it, she's a mum, you know, she's struggling with sleep. So on your reel, you said, you know, here are my three biggest secrets to getting a good night's sleep as a mum, right, or as a newborn mum. And you've shared the tip. The call to action, you say, comment below, what is your biggest secret? Mm. Or what is your biggest tip? If I'm a mum and I'm struggling to sleep and I can see that, I'm going to be going through the comments and I'm going to be like, oh, what else? What yeah. else? And I reading that. that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. And people love to give their advice. People they sure love do. to help. So if you can actually say to the audience, you know, I want to hear from you. Tell me, like you, you just have your say, right? People love to get involved in that. That's just providing more value to your content. That's providing, you know, that community feel. Oh, my goodness. So, look, I know that this is just another thing. And for some, it might be like, oh, great idea. And for others, it might be like, ooh, another idea. But (laughs) I really love what you just said, Lisa, about being intentional doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Doesn't mean you have to put in more work. It's just actually one question you ask yourself before you create a reel or post a reel, say, what do I want out of it? Mm. Cool. Yeah, That's all you need to do to be more intentional. Yeah, totally. And in terms of, you know, Instagram updates and and where we are now in, in what to post and when, would you say how many, let's just throw it out there, how many reels a week do you think we should be aiming for? So one of the things I love about Instagram is that it is still quality over quantity. Mm. There's people out there who disagree, but at the end of the day, right, TikTok, it's a lot faster pace. Yeah. You need to be creating more content because the lifespan of it is a lot shorter. Whereas with Instagram, you have a longer period of time where your reel can be seen and build reach. One of our students from Rise With Reels I think it was three months after she posted a reel it took off mm. three months so there's a lot of potential for a longer lifespan so in saying that it doesn't mean you need to be posting every single day if you are coming into a launch right so you're coming into a big period where you've got some offer and you're really trying to drive you know engagement and drive interest and warm that audience up then i would be posting about four times a week right? Yeah. Four reels a week would be my goal. Absolutely. Yeah. But on a regular week, right? It's more important that you can say to me, Alicia, look, I can't post four reels. If I do that, I could probably do it for a month. And then I'm going to be like, stuff this, mm. done. Mm-hmm. And I really want, and I know you're the same, Lisa, we're here for that long-term success, that long-term, you know, that you can remain, you know, you can continue going. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, I say to business owners, what do you think is really doable? What do you think is really doable each week? Some of them say one reel a week. And I say, great, let's start with that. One plus reel a week, right? We say the plus because it's at least one. Anything else is a nice little bonus, right? But start with whatever your base is, okay? I would definitely, for a lot of businesses, I'm like, look, let's try for two reels a week and let's go from there. And once they start seeing, hey, it doesn't need to be perfect. It can be fun. They're like, let's try for more. I'm having yeah. fun with this. I've never had so much fun with my content. So definitely it's about understanding 
two reels a week is maybe eight, two reels a week is about, you know, eight to nine reels a month, right? Give or take. And that right there, we can break that down, right? Eight to nine reels a month. One of those could be a story about our brand or us as the business owner. One of those could be a pack this order with me. One of those could be a how to use this product, right? How to use our product. One of those could be a relatable reel where we sort of appeal to that target customer with a funny audio. All of a sudden, we've already got four. We've mm. already got half of those reels for the month and we could do that every single month. Yeah. So you see that, you know, once you start to build that base of, all right, every month we do two pack orders with me. Cool. That's two of our reels for the month done. Think mm. we're done. And it does make it a lot easier in that sense. Yeah, totally. I love that approach. I teach the same sort of approach when it comes to email marketing. Yeah, you know, We want to aim for, let's say, eight campaigns a month. One of them could be a bestseller campaign. One of them could be a social proof campaign. So you could probably combine, yeah, your reels and your email marketing strategy together, that. repurpose, repurpose. And Absolutely. Also, like it made me think when you were talking about, you know, keep it realistic. It's like when you join a gym and you're like, I'm going to go five mornings a week. That's what I'm going to do to make this worthwhile. And you put all this pressure on yourself and then you realize after two weeks, oh my God, this sucks and you don't go at all. So you go the opposite way and you throw it, you know, the baby out with the bathwater. It's exactly the same with marketing. Find your bare minimum so you can celebrate your bare minimum and feel amazing about it. And add on top of it rather than, you know, self-sabotage, which is, oh, my God, I didn't do any reels this week. I suck. I hate reels. I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's such a good point as well because, it, you know, you can even, and I think we're, we'll chat about this in a moment, but tools-wise, right, like tools, great tools for creating reels, you can go and buy that. It's like new gym wear. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go buy yeah. the new gym wear. And this will make me go more. I'm going to buy new tools to shoot my reels. That'll help me shoot reels. No, it really comes down to like there's something there that's stopping you. It might yeah. be the fear of what other people are saying. It might be you have this assumption that you need to dance, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is. There's something there that's stopping you. And it's really easy to do those quick fixes of like, I'm going to buy new tools, you know, say that I'm going to do it this many times a week. But it does, yeah, there is a, there is a bigger underlying there, yeah yes absolutely and you need to be coached through that <laughs> <laughs> we know we know some coaches we know them. yeah 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 yeah. we know some two really awesome chicks that do that really thank you so much <laughs> and so if anyone wanted to up their game right now you've got a special offer on your little 5k and five day challenge yes yes i absolutely do so i actually have Whilst I love my reels, I have a, I'm going to come out and say it, I've got a magical talent of story set. So I love telling stories, but when it comes to Instagram stories, I find that a lot of business owners came to me and they're like, Alicia, like, is it really even, like, do we even bother sharing that? Mm. What do we share? What do we put on there? And so what I started to do was I started to build out this strategy of, how you can use stories to sell and to just be so effective because you think about it, right? Reels get people in the door. It's like the milkshakes that brings them into the yard. Mm -hmm. And then stories are like, they're here. They're mm -hmm. excited. They're interested. What next? So I have my 5K and five day challenge. And pretty much that is a 
five days, so it's five prompts, and it's like a step-by-step. Story one, post and say this. Story two, post and say that and put this little engagement sticker on. So it really takes out the guesswork from there. Awesome. And they can go to your website and pick that up? Yes. So I will give you a code that you can share below and your beautiful audience can um, go and soak that goodness up. And just to thank you for being a part of your epic community and listening to the episode. (laughs) Yay. Well, we love products and we love women with product-based businesses and helping them overcome all these marketing challenges and marketing overwhelm. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's just absolutely love it. And look, when it, why I do this, why I love doing this is, and it's just a reminder to you listening, you didn't start this business because you sell a poor product. You have an amazing product and get out there. Don't be afraid to sell it because every time you show up to sell your product, you're helping people. You're helping them get your awesome product in their hands. So thank you so much. And hopefully, hopefully I get to um, see you all smash it with your reels. <laughs> yes. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the E-Commerce Marketing Society podcast. If you want to keep getting juicy marketing goodness into your ears each week, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And be sure to please leave a five-star review on iTunes so I can keep sharing all this good stuff with you. Until next time, keep taking those big or baby steps. I'm cheering you on every part of the way. Mm -hmm.